Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronald Moorfield. Hiya. Hey, Holly, how are you? I am splendid. Splendid, you say? That's very, very positive. Um, I think it is positive. Yeah, yeah, it's we very positive. We have some nice weather. We have, we have. Surprisingly nice for uh, March. It yeah. feels, yeah, mm. we feel like it's sort of, um, sort of like summertime, but it's kind of spring, but it's. It's very flowery. I think it's very flowery. Very spring. That's the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from today, actually, it's just kind of raining. It's raining and now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, that's fine. We take the good with the yeah. bad, especially in this country because it's mostly bad. Um, it is. It is. Yeah. Have you had a good week? Ah, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's been busy. Very busy in work. Um, we had that very, uh, uh, very annoying concert for Ukraine broadcast. I saw that. Was that live? It was. It was very live. And uh, yeah, it was a huge pain in my ass because you know, when stuff's live, live like that, like things things can happen like and things did happen. Like there was breaks being reduced on the fly and there was um, acts overrunning their time and stuff and dragging, I saw, dragging out uh, their performances. And... I saw, um, what was it? Um, Gary Lightbody, what's his group? Oh, Snow Patrol. Again? Snow Patrol. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw them playing, and uh, that looked pretty cool. But was mm. it ITV? Was it? It was. Yeah. See, it was mad, right? Because we had the running order in front of us, and we could see what each act had been given time wise to do their acting. Yeah. And all the acts that you know, like Snow Patrol and the Mannix, all dead professional, down to nearly the second they got their acts done, like you know. Okay. And then there's like Camilla Cabello and Ed Sheeran and then just on stage forever. They're just milking it. Ed Sheeran's like chatting away and you're just like, come oh, on. really? Yeah, learn from the Giving professional. Giving his little monologue as yeah, well as doing yeah. his, and you're just he like, done, shut he, the he fuck done up, a, Ed. He, yeah, he'd done the thing with the guitar and he was telling audiences how the beat pedal works and all. You're just like, come on, Ed, just get on with it. Just sing. Learn from the Mannix. Learn from Snow Patrol. Exactly, yeah. And then at the end, Niall Rogers is just milking it as well. Like, so yeah, it's great fun. So the thing ended up running up, running about nine minutes over schedule, and we had to go straight into the Tonight Show after that, which is lots so of. So that time just came from the Tonight Show, then. So more or less, yeah, yeah, more or less. So yeah, a little insight into the the world of live TV, there, please. Yeah, very interesting for everyone, I'm sure, mm-hmm. who don't really care. No, who don't care. No, sure. I do it, and I don't really care. So, <laughs> what's the chances strangers are going to care? But like? it's always. <laughs> I wouldn't mind as well. It's always like a random time that shows like that uh, go over. So like nine mm. minutes. Like if it was even an even 10 or if it was even like 15 minutes over, like, you know, you could just kind of take some kind of part out in the middle. Yeah, of you, like, could li- you, know, you could, you could lift something out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it was completely Where arbitrary. Like, it was like because we could hear the PA on the talk back and she's having a hernia like trying to get things on time and stuff so oh really yeah that's the real yeah. the real job is where the gallery is, is. where is that yeah. the source yeah you know definitely 
And what about you? How was your uh, week? Yeah, uh, good. Feeling much better this week. And yeah, back to it. Just like everything's back on, like, mm. you know. Um, You're over your spell of COVID? Yeah. Very good. Well feeling done. feeling fighting fit. Yeah. Now you can just go about your business. Not 100% though. Oh, really? Still a bit like, still, I'm feeling a bit like, you know, the way like you have your sort of midday or not midday, but like sort of afternoon, you might feel a bit slumpish, but like feeling that. In, in fairness, I, I kind of feel that even without COVID in the afternoon, I'm just like, no, ready, see, I'm ready for an L nap. Like, you know, it's just. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. how much of this is actually just who I am now? <laughs> uh, how much of this is COVID in, and how much yeah. is this is laziness? <laughs> Or just old, old age. Old age, yeah. Like how much, like, am I really that exhausted after? Like I was kind of getting worried because I was getting like sort of palpitations. And I was like, oh my God, like maybe I, maybe this is like a COVID thing. And then I have to kind of really think, you know, or am I just that unfit going up the stairs now? (laughs) Wheezing while eating. Just like... (laughs) God, feeling my pulse going, that's racing. That's absolutely racing by. And, uh, you know, then you hear the palpitation thing with COVID and I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe that's, maybe, maybe that's, that's what I have. Yeah. Maybe, and then it's, it's, like, maybe no, it's not my debilitating no. unfitness, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe it is actually just, you know, I've, I've moved maybe 20 feet away from my bedroom this week, so... Maybe it's probably probably something to do with that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I should really get out for a walk. You should. Okay. You should get out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is what we've uh, learned from this yeah. podcast this week. Get I'm out there. Gonna... Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Everyone get out there for a walk. Um, cool. Except when it's slashing rain. Except when it's raining, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Though we're not made of disprin. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> it's like I'm not going out for a walk. It's raining. But you're not made of disprin, are you? <laughs> Is that something your mom dissolve. says? Yeah, is, is that something your mom says, or did you just make that up? <laughs> no, that's a total old, old uh, wives or not old, old wives Irish thing. mammy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadly. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> I'm gonna be damn sure. Yeah. If there's any like sign of a, uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want it. Like, yeah. Well, very good. Um, okay. Shall we? Uh, Film it up, shall we? We shall film it up. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I went. Did I go first last time? You may have. I remember what you I did? Have. <clears throat> I go first this time, sure. Okay. Um, oh yeah, I did the Lone Ranger. Um, you did. And yeah, I think I did go first because I was worried about my throat. So yeah, you're mm. first this time. All right, let's do it. Um, so we have choices being let's see if I can remember off the top of my head um uh windfall yeah on Netflix I think yes and yep. um, Nightmare Nightmare Alley on Disney plus that's what it was uh so I went for windfall okay well, yeah I wasn't in the mood for anything nightmarish or alley based so I'll, <laughs> co- I'll come back to it but uh yeah went for windfall I'll also come back to it Okay, well, go on. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I went for uh, Windfall. So Windfall is a Netflix original, just uh, just at the gate. It stars uh, Jason Siegel 
uh, Jesse Plemons and Lily Collins. And that's it. It's one of, I, I imagine it's a production dictated by COVID again, one of those productions. Yeah. It's literally just one location for four cast members and uh, in total come the end. And yeah, uh, yeah and that's it. Like So it's very much a, 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 a lockdown baby. Um. So uh, yeah, it's a simple, pre- simple enough premise. So you've got this. Uh, it opens up in this gorgeous uh, villa in the middle of this uh, lovely scenic area. It's a big orange farm. Would you call it a farm or a vineyard? Orchard. Orchard. Orange orchard. Yeah. Orange orchard. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Uh, so this middle of this orange orchard, there's this lovely villa with a pool and blah blah blah. It's very nice, a very scenic thing. Um, and we've got Jason Siegel who's just sitting around relaxing. Uh, enjoying life, uh, going around picking the oranges, drinking orange juice, etc. Um, and then you see him wiping down everything for fingerprints. You're like, oh, hang on a second, something's not right. Yeah, uh, he's rifling through everything, um, and eventually finds a load of cash and a Rolex, and he's about to leave. And next minute, Jesse Plemons and Lily Collins walk in, who are a married couple, and. Uh, yeah, and it's very clear, it's very obvious at this point that Jason Siegel doesn't live here and he's not supposed to be here and he's actually robbing the place. So uh, he ends up having to take the two of them uh, hostage uh, and initially is going to leave with whatever he has at that time. But then he notices on his way out that there's a security camera attached to a big tree outside, which is seeing the whole thing or seeing him enter and now seeing him leave. So it's not the scot-free crime he thought it was. So he has to go back inside Um take them hostage again and basically just um try and get more delete any try and delete any footage. evidence of him being there or failing that which does be the case um try and get more money um so we find out that Jesse Plemons is the CEO of a big tech company or a few tech companies from the sounds of it and Lily Collins is his long suffering wife um they were it seems on the rocks and still are. Um, so essentially it sets up this very odd dynamic where um, he's holding them hostage. Um, but they, they've not, there's like, there's no fear in, in, in all three of them talking and, uh, you know, basically discussing their scenario. Obviously Jason Siegel is the, is the antagonist, but um, he's a, he, 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 he strike. I don't know whether it's just because it's Jason Siegel, but he doesn't strike as a very menacing threat to the either of them. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, and they te- they sort of see this and sort of treat him, um, treat him as such like they're not very menaced by him, um, in the way that they talk to him. They do what he's they they're, they do what they're told, but they're 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 they don't seem in any way fearful for their lives. So they resolve yeah. to um get him half a million in cash because they they work out that that's how much he'll need to start a new life with a new name and blah blah blah. Because now that's what's what's expected of him that he's been identified in this crime. Uh, so. They have to, uh, Jesse Plemons has to ring across, get the money sent down uh, uh, by a PI or a courier or some sort. Um, and yeah, so they basically have to hold up in the house until the money arrives and he can take off with it. And in that time, we get to know more about uh, Jesse Plemons and Lily Collins's marriage. Um, we find out that uh, Jesse Plemons had had an affair and paid off a woman uh with a signed NDA, um, and that's the cover he uses to get more money this time around to say your woman is back, she wants more money, blah blah blah. So, yeah, um, and like without kind of 
given now given away all of the I won't give away any more than that. Now that's just been setting up yeah. the first hour, I'd say. Um or even forty-five minutes. So that's about the first forty-five minutes. So yeah, that's where you leave it. Uh they're sort of told up in the house waiting for the money to arrive. Um and yeah, more stuff happens after that, obviously. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it, isn't it? Have I missed anything? No, that's yeah. that's yeah. the kind of the setup. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. I did enjoy it. It was a nice little indie film. Um very simple premise and quite well acted. Um it sort of has a a black comedy undertone to it, but it's very much a drama sort of thing, like um with thriller touches at the end. Um but uh no I, I, I did enjoy it. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it, but um I, I like the people in it. Um Jason Siegel and Jesse Pemmons are always solid and I'm not seeing anything Lily Collins has been in, but she was good. Yeah, she was she was um yeah, uh, there was nothing. There was nothing bad about it. It was good. It was really good. I really yeah. Enjoyed it. I was really impressed because, like, I kind of thought I wasn't too sure of like, um, I just thought yeah, exactly as you said. It was so simple. It was kind of like, um, it was well shot and it was. Uh, but I just found the the three characters were just really interesting standalone yeah. characters. And they like together, then they all kind of like had this really cool, uh, yeah, it kind of is humorous interaction. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, it's like a black humorous thing. Like it's not yeah. a comedy. It's not laugh out loud. No. There's just, there's just a, a, an oddness to it that I found very appealing. And yeah, the, with the just odd, enough the, drama in there yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. To yeah. Kind of keep you hooked. Mm, I agree. Totally. And, uh, the, 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 the weirdness of their dynamic where they can just speak so freely to each other. Especially with Jenny, yeah. Jesse Plemons, he's obviously very, you know, not phased at all by this guy um, intruding into his house, whereas most normal people would probably be, you know, pissing their pants like so. Um, yeah, it was an odd dynamic, but it worked because the characters are, themselves are quite well fleshed out. So, yeah, it was good. And uh, the director, McDowell. Uh, Charles McDowell, is it? Yeah. And he's uh, Malcolm McDowell's son. Is that right? Malcolm McDowell and Mary Steenburgen. No way! I thought she was married to Ted Danson. Yeah, but obviously before she was she was with uh, Malcolm wow. McDowell. Okay. Yeah. She got around, didn't she? Oh. Uh, she just had one previous partner, uh, <laughs> and she yeah. had a child. In Hollywood, that's you know. <laughs> oh yeah, she got her. Oh my god, this is unbelievable! I can't believe you just said that about beautiful Mary Steenburgen. Poor Mary um, Steenburgen. All right, fair enough. But yeah, so and actually, he's married to Lily Collins, the director. Is married to Lily Collins? Wow. Yeah. It was Phil Collins' so was a, daughter. So it was very much a family. It was kind of like a family affair situation because, yeah. and as well, they were all producers. So you could just imagine, I, like, I noticed Jason Segel was a producer. What's What's yeah. Jesse Plemons doing? He's just sitting there acting. Is he? He's not. He's, he's a not, producer he's, as well. Oh, is he a producer as well? I didn't him him and Lily Collins are producing. Oh, very good. Oh, well, then, yeah, sure, they're all paying for it themselves and all. They all had a great time, I'm sure. It was probably just like, guys, guys. But actually, McDell and uh, Siegel did that film together as well, um, where he's kind of like, it's sort of a real, it's almost like sci-fi. Uh, you know, the one where he kind of goes. The afterlife thing? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, it had that kind of similar odd vibe, didn't it? The, yeah, the strange and, vibe. Yeah, 
and it works. Siegel's yeah, done yeah. a lot of like sort of off the wall stuff with yeah. the uh, the series he did as well. Like it's he's definitely going down. Like in comparison to his Freaks and Geeks uh, co stars, he's definitely going down a very indie, indie interesting yeah, yeah. road. Definitely, yeah, and no bad thing. Like, yeah, if that's on the the afterlife thing, I forget what it's called. That's the thing with Robert Redford in it, isn't it? Yes. Um, the, exper- the experiment, I think, was called, was it? Or the experiment, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, you know, it's the kind also, of, he's got like a helmet. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good on. film. Also on Netflix. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you gave it to me to watch, but I'd already watched it a mm. while ago. But um, yeah, that's sort of interesting too, if you want. But definitely, I think this is an easier watch uh, than that one. That one is kind of, you have to sort of be in a, Mood yeah, for yeah, for sure. This is a def- this is a nice, easy watch. Like it's not going to, you know, keep you thinking about it afterwards. And all. it's just good, good entertainment, definitely. Yeah. So, two oh, thumbs I'm up glad. for me, and I'm glad you made me watch it. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, I I was really impressed actually, and then so that's why I was like, this is a definite one to give row. Um, I know I mentioned it the last uh day. Uh, because it was just arrived on Disney. I hadn't actually watched it, even though I gave it to you, but Nightmare Alley. Um, I watched about an hour of it mm. and I had to fucking stop. And I always see movies to the end. Is it because it's so scary or so bad or so what? It's terrible. Oh, wow. Okay. I was actually shocked. It was like nominated for best mm. picture. Given the caliber of the people involved, like you expect better. Amazing actors. It's just like, you know, the whole set design is kind of set in like, you know, sort of uh, the turn of the century kind of, uh, well, probably like early looks 20th like, century. I was going to say it looks like the 20s from the trailer. Yeah, because yeah. it has like the sort of, yeah. So it has all the sort of setup, like they're basically... Uh, Bradley Cooper was like you know something happened to him in the past and then he ended up in a carny in a like carnival thing right. uh, and they they kind of took him under their wing and he started kind of helping some of the acts and uh, I was literally like after an hour it might have even been an hour and a half Um, so basically he ends up kind of working solely with this girl they get on very well and then uh, they kind of start to do their own gig and then he ends up being like the front man as opposed to just the assistant. Yeah. But like, I was like, where the fuck is this going? It was on for another hour and a half. Like it's oh, it's God. two hours. It's over two and a half hours. And I was just like, where? There's no mo. Like, I don't know where this is going. I'm just watching this story like go on and on. Like there's no kind of, like there was no story where you know, I didn't know like what was there was no motive. Mm. Like there's nothing pushing it along. Um like it was just kind of every time he met someone new, I was like, oh for fuck's sake. like you know, then all of a sudden <laughs> just get out with it. <laughs> just yeah, like what is the story? Like that I was literally going a shouting, getting annoyed at the telly, going like, <laughs> what is going on? You, you are after, turning I'm, into your mother. You know, that's when you start. But it's like, <laughs> but 
but it was just you know there was no I couldn't understand like I understand like sometimes filmmakers want to just like let the story unfold itself but it's like no there has to be a fucking uh actual motive behind why I want to continue to watch and that's the thing now it's like people aren't you know we don't have to you see filmmakers are just getting paid anyway because they're putting on these streaming services that's but true. like yeah. it's just so I feel like if people don't like the film they're not going to notice as much if people don't actually because you know the box it's not they're not in the box office yeah. so you can definitely tell whether people like the movie or not because they don't show up at the box office yeah but I was actually like, see, apart from the actual design, the design looks great and everything, but it was the, uh, yeah, the story just, it was going nowhere. And after an hour and a half, I was like, I'm not giving it this fucking film another second of my time. Mm. Well, I'm glad I avoided that one, so. Jesus. I know. Mm. And then I was like, I hope Ronan hasn't watched this because like. <laughs> He's going to hate me. I I know. I was like, I hope it would have been if ended a podcast. So that was actually brilliant that uh, you watched Windfall. I'm yeah. delighted. Yeah, so am I. A film that lived up to his name, Nightmare Alley. Wow, let's stay away from that one. So, yeah, on Disney. Mm, interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd be interested to hear what other people thought. This could have been still on the backlash of my COVID tiredness and just being like bit miserable so (laughs) COVID delirium like (laughs) yeah and just being like what is the story about I don't understand COVID fog you've probably hallucinated half it like (laughs) it's probably it's it's probably got an amazing (laughs) storyline and like really intricate and like really like and what was up with that purple talking dragon Ah. (laughs) where did he come from you imagine Uh, that Holly (laughs) well speaking of Disney uh, so my choices were The Adam Project on Netflix or Turning Red on Disney. And I watched Turning Red and in, it's my favorite film of all time. <laughs> in, in a shock to no one, to absolutely no one, you chose Turning Red. Yeah, I should have just said your choices are Turning Red and that's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know because it was so good. Um, so it's made by Disney Pixar. Mm-hmm. Like... I just want you to Google this Turning Red movie because the photos of the Red Panda are just so amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Turning Red is made this year. So it's brand new on okay. Disney Plus. And um, it is basically the story of uh, May Lin or May Lee and she's a 13 year old Chinese Canadian girl living in Toronto and so she hangs out with her three other uh, school friends all the time Um, but she is always kind of one of the girls in the group who um, rather than hangs out and spends extra time with her friends always rushes home because her family home is an actual uh it's like a little mini temple to um the red panda so her family 
um in in part of this temple there's like a shrine and uh it's basically her it's it's I think it's like her I don't know great 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 aunt and uh she got power from the red panda so that's kind of like a sort of why there's lots of little red pandas kind of around her house and stuff um because there's a sort of a deep-rooted uh heritage there with the red panda and so after school every day she's super diligent with her um with her like family obligations and she rushes home helps out with the temple because there's like it's sort of a tourist kind of attraction as well and so she's a really like you know good kid and she's like really studious as well but this thing um or four town are these cool super cool uh boy band and um all of her her and her friends are so excited about seeing the uh four town <laughs> why, why are you laughing oh, no i'm just laughing at you like getting all giddy remembering it like <laughs> so um yeah um what you call it yeah so they're four town are playing in in her uh area uh, soon so they're like great we have to go and watch this boy band we have to get tickets or whatever mm. um but may's parents are well her mom is super strict on her when an ad came up for the boy band she was just like absolutely not that's a terrible idea um and anyway when may was doing her homework um like her mom basically came in saw pictures that uh may was drawing and doodling kind of doing a little pretending like she was drawing a little boyfriend and her mom came in and like uh saw the picture of the guy and it was basically the shop assistant at their local little news agents and so she rushes down to the news agents and's like why are you trying to like chat up my daughter so she's like just this extremely overbearing mother and um and poor May is absolutely mortified, which she is. Uh, she she's, um, so she goes to bed. She wakes up and she's actually a red panda. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he turns into a massive red panda. She's, you know, kind of clambering around the room as a red panda, like she's like you know six or seven foot tall. Um, you know, she's massive, and. Then she freaks out. She goes into the bathroom, obviously freaking still. And then her parents think that she's having her period for the first time. So this is obviously like a massive red panda in the room. Which is brilliant. It's great to see uh, Disney kind of finally uh, acknowledge this part of, you know, Every girl's life, every girl teenager's life, yeah. And uh, so, and it was it was done really well. And they're, you know, it basically the mom is kind of freaking out, kind of thinking like, you know, God, I didn't realize this was the time, and you know, um, but obviously it's actually not her period. It's the fact that she's turning into this red panda. So, um, anyway, she realizes she can just actually 
turn off the red panda and then she becomes like May again and she goes to school like it's a normal day and then because of her mom's actions that night uh she sort of balloons up into the panda again when uh some bullies and some kids pick on her um for like drawing pictures of the guy in the news agent so um she realizes she can turn it on turn it off and uh she basically her she runs home from school and kind of tries to isolate herself away from her friends but then her friends kind of find her as a red panda they absolutely fucking love the fact that she's red panda because it's so cool because <laughs> why um, wouldn't you <laughs> yeah and they're like i'd okay. love it if you turned into a red panda <laughs> i know um so they're like okay we could actually perhaps benefit from this and so may kind of ends up doing sort of instagram lives with all of her school friends mm. uh, well pictures and yeah, posing yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. And so she makes a good bit of cash from being a panda. But in the background, then her mom basically. uh, Oh, yeah. So she shows that she's a panda or her parents find out that she is a red panda. But it's not a surprise to her parents because this is something that happens to all the women in her uh, mother's like line. And they are going to be doing a sort of a ritual to stop her becoming this red panda anymore. And May kind of feels conflicted by this because she kind of likes being a red panda as well as being her. And because of like this kind of friction, um, this the, the way her mother and her relationship is kind of it's there's a lot of friction there so it's kind of like does she disobey her mom does she just go along does she you know there's lots of lots of questions about identity and about self yeah and it's all sort of wrapped up in this beautiful um movie mm. and it's also about like traditions and a lot of like sort of obligation to your heritage and raises all those kind of amazing questions for Mm. a film that kind of could just be seen as a cartoon it's so much more than that do you know definitely yeah Uh, i'm (laughs) gonna start crying (laughs) did you cry just so it's just so beautiful (laughs) um no it's all the stuff that pixar does so well it's all like it's there was a, a little there were a few little touching scenes in there definitely mm, ah yeah well, now it's not as obviously like, like obviously pixar does you know does uh reducing adults to blubbering messes better than anyone else like you know so, but this isn't like, i mean it know, didn't it didn't get me as much as up did no but no, nothing's getting that like you know nothing's touching up like that's just ridiculous carry on like the first 10 minutes of that are just um yeah but anyway, we won't talk about it because we'll start crying again. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, no, it's all the stuff that Pixar does well, like, you know, things like, you know, uh, like cultural, you know, uh, traditional stuff. And um, the, you know, the one where um, the Mexican kid goes to the afterlife. I can't remember the name of it. Did you see that one? Oh, Encanto? 
No, no, before that. Oh, um, yes, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. <sighs> Cannot think of the name of Can't it. Can't think of the name of it. But anyway, yeah, I, I found it, it had a, a lot of similar uh, story beats to that and stuff. Um, but like. I never saw that actually. It was yeah. on at, at Christmas time, I think. It would have been, yeah. I'd say it was around on Coco. Yeah, Coco, that's it. Yeah, you're right. That's what yeah. it was. Um, so I had sort of, sort of similar stuff to that, like in terms of like um, all the stuff that you touched on there. But um, now it's 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 top notch Pixar. Like it's yeah, it's, it's gorgeous animation. It's beautiful storytelling. It's yeah, it's it's everything they do well. You know, I just love uh, I just love Red Pandas as well. No, yeah, well, that's gonna help a lot. That's gonna help. And yeah. the story about Red Pandas, loving Red Pandas, is definitely gonna in- increase the enjoyment for you. Yeah. So, so uh, I really did enjoy that movie. Good, good. I'm glad. I knew you would. There was no question about it. There was. You were like, "This is gonna be Holly's jam all the way." So. This is right up my alley. And it was, and it continues to be. But um, yeah, no, Pixar rarely put a foot wrong, and they definitely didn't with this one. So. Yeah. I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to see them sort of being reduced to, um, you know, like one a year, kind of. Not or... even one a year, but having their big sort of releases being shunted onto Disney Plus, not getting a cinema release. It's, that's two oh. in a row now that they've premiered on Disney Plus now. So I, I feel like they've kind of, unless they hit the big ten poles, like um, anything from the Toy Story franchise, or you know, anything that's a sequel to a previous film that they've done. Um, but I this feel, actually is in the movies, though. Did it go to I the thought, movies as well? I thought it got a premiere on Disney Plus. Oh, I, well, yeah, I could be wrong. I mm. thought, um, oh no, you're right, because I was sorry, I was getting mixed up with Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah, that got a release for some reason, but um, um yeah, because I'm actually just looking it up here, box office. So the budget was 175 million for this movie and then box office is 11.2 million like mm. so that's a very limited cinema release very um, limited cinema release um, and then yeah the, like you would think like this would be a perfect film to launch in the uh, movies especially like when um, like you know just kind of coming back from uh, COVID like mm. as in you know, having a an actual real in person like cinema time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I would agree too, but obviously not. The powers of being Disney want want that subscription money off you instead. Um, they didn't think it was going to maybe do as well. Yeah. Well, the the next one that they're doing the um the Buzz Lightyear film that's definitely going to get a cinema release. Um, but as I said, that's a sequel to an established property. So, um, is that a real movie? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's a Buzz Lightyear origin story. Oh my god! Yeah. So then that means like, are they gonna do? Do they? Are they? Are they? Are they um, <laughs> I think Holly needs to be rebooted. <laughs> are they gonna do a re? Are they gonna do? an origin movie for all of the Toy Story characters then. I can't well, not Im- obviously, you know, Potato Head or whatever. But I can't like, imagine that's not been discussed. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, they'd if the have Buzz, to do Woody, like. If the Buzz Lightyear thing works out, then they'd be like, yeah, let's do Woody as well. The only yeah. problem is now they kind of hem themselves in because, you know, the way, like, 
uh, Buzz Lightyear was voiced by Tim Allen. Yeah. And that's who everyone accepts as the voice of uh, Buzz Lightyear, but now it's Chris yeah. Evans in the film. It's gonna Is be, it? It's going to be in the origin movie? In the origin film. movie, it's going to be Chris Evans doing the voice. So, yeah, people aren't happy. Do you think, like, he had some, fun, like, it was cheaper to get Chris Evans or they wanted to future-proof the fact that, like, who knows? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully it might be a a, a few more... Um, sorry, just oh, to... okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, my brain has gone a bit mush I think, now. Are you okay? Are you um? Are you are you shutting down again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like <laughs> thinking about control alt delete. <laughs> control alt delete. <laughs> Um, um, I know you haven't been watching it, but I was watching some of the new Bridgerton. Yes, Lisa's and... been watching it too, and I just oh, I... so you by proxy being kind of no, I've been stepping it. out of the room. I I I, I watched the first few episodes of the first season, and I am just not interested one little bit. Like I just don't get it. All right, it's historically inaccurate, and it's a period drama. You can't be you can't be both. You can be one or the other. You can, you can't be both. Okay. If you're a period drama, you kind of have to have some historical accuracy because you're a period drama. You're about a set period in time. So, yeah, it just doesn't bode well with me. Wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. Okay. As someone who's interested in fantasy. Um... <laughs> you're just watching it for all the riding. I know you're. That's, I know that's what Lisa's watching for. Well, <laughs> come here. Not one ride so far in oh, season really? two. What? How and many episodes I'm in? About three episodes in. What? Not one ride? No, not even a heavy pet. I'd, I'd want my money back. That's what I'd want. So, not that you're paying for Netflix because you're stealing mine, but still. Uh, no, I'm actually seeing my dad's, so. <laughs> what? You have a user profile on my Netflix account. How do you mean you're stealing your dad's? Yeah, because I have it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I meant we each have our own separate accounts. So what do you, you see the way they're going to be clamping down on share accounts? They are not, are they? Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. No. Would have thought that was their they've, main they've already, business. They've already started that on, uh, I think they started it in like South America or something. Mm. Where it's like one profile, one, one. Uh, one subscription. Or like one IP or whatever mm. can use I it. I don't see that working out for them. I really don't. I think they're I gonna don't. get. Yeah, I think they get a lot of people going fuck is them and then cancel. So, but like, <clears> would <throat> you really cancel? Would you really cancel? I wouldn't miss Netflix if it disappeared off the face of the earth. If it, <gasps> <laughs> there's nothing on there you can't get from like any other number of sources. So, I know, but like, I guess. You'd and have to be going down n- a different route. But 90% of the stuff that they produce themselves We do crap. not condone watching it legally. Oh, I'm not talking about even illegal uh, sources. Oh, I'm talking just about just general. other viable sources. Yeah. But, no, because, um, I mean, like, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff is on players. On, like, you know, like, if you're watching TV programs, I mean, like, you know, all the office, all the friends, all, mm. like, peep show 
whatever. They're all on their own platforms anyway. Exactly, yeah. Now, there's very little that I'd miss. Like I said, 90% of the stuff they produce themselves is not great. So Yeah, I know. Um, it's more like there's a lot of made-for-TV movies. Yeah, that's it. And like giving directors of bigger movies unlimited budgets to make very mediocre films. Like, um, mm, wow. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel. I am. I am telling you how I really feel. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Netflix, it's, and they're open the prices again in the next month, which is also. They're going bit, to be open. Yeah. 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 Which is a big middle finger to the, to the audience as well. So. Yeah, they're not they're not my favorites at the moment, especially with the likes of Amazon getting better every day and Disney Plus just cleaning up in terms of the content. Like Netflix are, are... but is Amazon not the same? Like, are they all not actually kind of the same? Like, they'll have kind of you know a few amazing, mm, like well, handful of like the, amazing films and the, TV shows, and then there's a lot of mediocrity. There is a lot of mediocrity, but the the gauge I use is that the stuff that's coming out of Amazon original, as in the stuff they're making themselves, yeah, is much better, in my opinion, than what Netflix is making. Okay. Yeah, because there's like there's eight or nine Amazon Prime stuff that they've made themselves, which are excellent, and I'd say there's probably only half of that on Netflix, and Netflix have produced a lot more in terms of content, like so, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think they're losing a three-horse race at Netflix, so, in my opinion. But anyway, that's my state of the oh, yeah. streaming union. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, now, did you... Yeah, uh, hap- there you go. There you go. Did you happen to catch Mr. William Smithington at the Oscars? Oh, my God. How can we not... How have we not <laughs> actually talked about the Oscars? Yeah. I was actually going to do a poll on our Instagram at Why Did, uh, Why Did You Podcast. And um, I realized I could... No, it was nothing to do with the Will Smith thing. It was, like, just more... Like, who do you think is going to win? Best actor, mm. best yeah, director, yeah. whatever. Um, but it only gives you for those like options, it only gives you, uh, like I think you could do a question with three options, and I wanted to put like five, uh, or oh. four options, and I wanted to do five, like five was the general you know amount for oh. nominees, so did that it's annoying. Yeah. That Instagram did that, <clears throat> but anyway, so that scuppered my snazzy little Insta Oscar poll idea. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Oh, it was crazy. Um, it was really crap that it just overshadowed like a lot of good stuff in mm. terms of like, you know, uh, the. Best director, um, you know, went to the third time, went to a woman. Like, that's a big thing. Um, the, the blind film, or the, not the blind film, the Coda. deaf film. Yeah, winning. Yeah. First deaf actor um, ever winning an Oscar. Mm. Like, lots of actual really important stuff in regards to, like, filmmaking actually happened. And it was All just, ruined like, by the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Just the Fresh Prince. Um, 
oh, it's disgraceful. Like, I mean, oh, shut yeah. the fuck up. It's a, it was a joke. And like, I mean, someone was saying, I can't remember who was saying um, the, uh, if someone, if someone slapped someone in, in a night, in a pub. They'd like be thrown out. They would have yeah. been actually escorted off the premises. Exactly. So it's just kind of, I think questions need to be asked about that. But uh, there is some big report now. ABC are doing big That's uh, all investigation. That's all for sure. Yeah. In investigation into what? What are you going to investigate? You walked up and slapped them? <laughs> End of report? Like, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. Their, 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 their time for action has passed. If they had done yeah. something on the night, that would have been their time to do something. But they just sat back and watched it happen. And re- re- revel in the ratings and the and the afterglow of the ratings. So now their time for doing something is done. They're done. Their I think those questions have to be asked of like why, like he was sitting there and then picked up the best a- actor Oscar, mm. which I don't actually condemn him for winning. If like that's like that was already he won that. Well, no, yeah, he, 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 he was going to be the winner before the ceremony even started. Like that's yeah. Neither here nor there, but yeah, no, like look, if you saw the speech that he gave, the guy's not well. I'm sorry, but he's not. The you speech think he had just a bit too much to drink, or uh, like I think at the very least he whatever. had to drink. I mean, and I think yeah. he had a whole lot more. Like, but um, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that <laughs> that like just because he had a lot to drink, just he could slap whoever he wanted. No, but, but I'm just carry saying, out in of terms him. of what you were saying about like he uh, his speech. You know, like he, yeah, uh, definitely there's stuff going on there but then the speech was just like a, 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 a one cliche after another of just the self-help guru bullshit like that he's been spouting for the last five years he um, has been doing a lot of the he's he's done a lot of the he's on the talking uh sort of the conveyor belt of like different events and stuff isn't mm, he he does yeah. a lot of like it's all horseshit and, yeah, yeah. No, it's all it's all bollocks like it's it's all that Scientology rubbish swirling around his head like He's is not he well. Scientologist. He is, yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I never realised that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't oh. think. He, I don't think he goes around advertising the fact because you know it's quite a negative thing these days. But yeah, you know he is. Um, but well, no. Elizabeth Moss and Tom Cruise would beg to differ. That's true. That's true. God, yeah, I forgot Elizabeth Moss was as well. Yeah. And Laura Prepon, like they're all getting on. Really? Like they're all very uh, successful like actors <laughs> for no reason other than that um but no it's uh it's just it's like i said i don't think the guy's right in the head um and the speech emphasized that but the carry on of him slapping your man was also a, a sign of not a well person like because yeah. uh, any other normal person in that scenario would have been you know would have sat there not laughed taken it on the chin, had a word with him afterwards, maybe at most heckled from the crowd and said, oh, that's yeah. a bit out of line. You don't walk up to someone with a billion people watching and slap someone and then walk down from the stage thinking nothing's wrong because that's destroying them. But also swear at them again. And then swear at them again. Like it's, you know, like it's they're in the middle of a pub or something. That's the sign yeah. of someone who's not right in the head, in my opinion. The carry on yeah, of no someone friend. who isn't there all, all there. Like so. But anyway, that's... And also, um, what was I going to say there? Um, <laughs> it just totally actually went in my head. Sorry. sorry. I waffled the thought out of your head. I'm sorry. 
no you didn't no you're making all the sense um yeah i think it'll just i mean he's 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 done some kind of apology or something now today uh which and i'm kind of like thinking that was completely... today is wednesday and that was on sunday night so yeah. it's now, that also was written, three days that was written by his pr firm 100 percent like Oh he, yeah, and man, he has he, like I mean, he, even if he's had a carry on of him after the Oscars at the party and all, thinking he's king of the world, like he had no intention of apologising. Yeah, like, the only reason he apologised was because here, listen, your brand's fucked if you don't apologise. That's like the PR but also, for him. There was um, when I went on his Instagram, so he was getting kind of like you know ten thousand. 13,000, 14,000 comments and likes for his, uh, well, actually, I you can't see the likes, but uh, just in terms of comments on his Instagram posts, mm. like from before. And then the last post or whatever he did was like 450,000. Like this has gotten him so much more publicity young people don't know who will smith is mm. like but they didn't grow up watching fresh prince they don't have a clue who he is but it's mostly negative maybe. publicity yeah like, i mean i know there are a few people out there saying ah oh, you know he's just defending his wife and he was right to do what he did well yes he was defending his wife but no he wasn't right to do what he did he had no right to do what he did yes under totally any circumstances but um yeah it was a shit joke but as i said the most he was enabled to do in that position was just to shout something from the audience or say something afterwards like but anyway, yeah. um, and also just a real quick thing too, uh, if this was the case, Ricky Gervais would be actually <laughs> absolutely dead. <laughs> He'd have been murdered on stage Shot. at the Emmys. At the Emmys, like, <laughs> like he has said uh, ten, 10 times for us. <laughs> time, yeah, and like he's there, kind of like because they're a joke, because it's a joke. Because yeah. we all have to laugh at each other. Yeah. We all have to appreciate that sometimes a bit of humor. Like if you're a nominee and you're in the first sort of three or four rows sitting at the Oscars, it's just like you have to be prepared. Like you're going to get roasted. Yeah. It's not. You're I'm not saying get a bit roasted. Yeah, I'm not saying it it's a comedy. Every it's, single year. It's not a comedy central roast by any means. But I mean, it happens at every award ceremony and celebrities have to be, you know, prepared to take you know take a few shots at them because they have a life of privilege and people yeah. you know people just you know i i suppose more in more ways than one they expect that like you know but i mean there was 10 comedians on that night all doing hosting priv- uh, ceremonies and and bits and every single one of them made made fun of the audience like you know yeah so it was all know. it was everyone got a dig yeah so yeah but on the uh, plus side for Chris Rock, his ticket sales for his next comedy tour have gone through the roof, apparently. I know. <laughs> They're going to be dying to hear what he says. <laughs> a load of people were like putting up uh, his, like a lot of kind of comedy people I follow on Instagram were all putting up his like, can't wait to see you, buddy. Like and his poster and stuff mm. on their Instagrams. And uh, yeah, like this will not hurt I don't think either either of them really in the long run. I, I think it might hurt Will Smith. I think his reputation as this like super nice guy who, you know, he had a brand built on being a super nice guy. It was that like, you know, that was him. Like, mm. um, I think that's been tainted, you know, for a long time. 
Um, yeah. I think I, I think the the best uh, the best uh, comparison I heard was that he Tom Cruise himself. You know, when Tom Cruise jumped on the sofa, completely yeah. ruined himself. Like for years afterwards, took it took Tom Cruise years to get over that. Like, and I'm pretty sure that's what Will Smith's done now. Like, yeah. But then also Tom Cruise did another Oprah interview and then he just continues to make millions doing the Mission Impossible. So like Will Smith needs a Mission Impossible franchise. <laughs> he needs to do the Oprah interview. Like yeah. he'll he'll do the he'll do an Oprah, Oprah interview yeah. probably in the next month. Oh yeah. He'll do a few he'll do another book. He'll do like a sort of a self help like I turned a corner on my mental health. <laughs> Dealing with my anger. I can help Dealing you deal with, with yours. The self. <laughs> he'll do that. Yeah. And then he might do like a few TED talks or some kind of stuff like that. God, Probably do not. a podcast. And then he'll get some franchise when uh he's got his uh status back and healthy again. Bad boys. Five, six, seven, and eight coming coming your way, you know. Yeah, maybe something like that. Here, mm. look, you listened, you heard this here first. Um, <laughs> We're not saying it's a done deal, but it's a done deal. That's how it's basically going to go down. There we go. So we dissected that one. I think we're uh, the world's a better the world's a better place for us having thrown our two um, cents. In. <laughs> here's our two cents. That's what mm. I'm going to call this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it grinds my gears. You know what grinds my gears? Okay, we've right. gone on for way too long now. Way too long. We're way over, but we're we're happy. Um, so yeah, do the do the thing where you you know give all the details there. I don't actually have uh your choices for next week. Okay, do you want your choices just for the crack? Yeah. Yeah. Next right. week's going to be episode forty-five. Ooh, forty-five. Very nice. Today so is forty-four. Both your choices are on Amazon Prime. Okay. They are both. Uh, indie sci-fi flicks, dramas, we'll say. Okay. Uh, your first one is The Vast of Night. The? Vast of Night, V-A-S-T. Okay. Yeah. And the second one is The Age of Adeline. I think I've heard of that, but you I may don't have. know. I, I've it, never I say that. indie. Uh, the second one is more... Not not so much indie, but it's it's a small budget sort of sci fi okay. supernatural drama type. Interesting, nice one. I'll give yours. I just didn't manage to get them before we. That's did okay. This, Let's I'll go. Send them to you. Um. Yeah, and you can tell us what you think of those movies. Maybe you really liked Nightmare Alley, and I got it totally wrong. Uh, Especially with all email. that fever stuff, like. <laughs> yeah, you can email us at why did you um at uh, why did you podcast did you at gmail.com gmail. there you go or uh, on our instagram at why did you podcast and yeah give us any um of your uh, <laughs> films Thoughts. or tv shows that it's, you it, want us to watch i think it's time for holly to go to bed yeah fucking hell my brain isn't working anymore it's like it's after nice. 10 o'clock at night and yeah. i'm like Mm, it's at bedtime now. I think I need to go to bed. Um, okay. This was great fun. I really enjoyed actually doing this uh, episode. Mm. And uh, which implies that you don't enjoy the other episodes now. I really enjoyed <laughs> no. this one. Yeah, the way I said that was like I enjoyed this one for a change. <laughs> yeah, no, 
last few have been terrible. Shit, Absolutely you know, terrible. Yeah. Shocking. Um, no, it was good. All okay. Right. We shall talk to you guys next week. Have a great week. Oh, bye. bye.